Pyros and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! We'll always be with you. No one's ever really gone. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Oh, I probably should get in front of my microphone a little more. That might help. Why don't I bring it closer to... There we go. That's better. <laughs> might help if I actually talked into the thing that's going to record my voice. Yeah. Just a little bit. Today's Insanity is brought to you on my end by C4 On The Go. For explosive energy, I'm going to be weird today. What? Oh, that's what I'm drinking. It's called C4 On The Go, which uh, C4 is a uh, pre-workout company that makes energy drinks now. And um, so I'm going to be pretty crazy today. We'll see what happens. I was very confused when you started. I'm like, like, wait, you have C4? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Actual explosive C4. That's what they call it. Explosive energy. C4. I mean... Go figure. Okay. I am trying to get us some <laughs> sponsors. I try to get a shutter. I try... <laughs> oh, I better start the actual show. This is Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. It just seems weird. Like, First of all, that something's called... That's an energy drink is called C4. First of all. Yep. And then I know. you're trying to get a sponsorship out of that. This, I don't know. Like with, it's weird trying to use get a sponsorship with something called C four. I don't know. It's just bizarre. I know. I am bizarre today. Aren't we all what, in some weird way? I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I'm in a mood, I guess. <laughs> What's happening this week, buddy? Did you do um, anything geeky? Cause um, I well, yeah, I <laughs> didn't didn't do too much. Uh, I had yesterday <laughs> off, so yep. went. I, I kept, That's I, always helpful. Yeah, I went to one place because mm-hmm. I was like, money is tight. I shouldn't go anywhere. But there's this one place I've been trying to find for months, and I have had the hardest time finding it. It's supposed to be like super close to me. Uh, mm-hmm. As I talked about in multiple times, I love going to this place called DesignerCon once a year. Um, right. And. Always on my Instagram, there's this one place called uh, a shop called 3D Retro. It's supposed to be close by. It's like a weird vinyl, like collectible shop. And I'm like, I need to find this place. So I finally mm-hmm. found it. Um, and the reason why nice. I've been wanting to find it is the guy who created Designer Con runs it. Um, okay. It's a pretty cool little shop. Uh, Lots of weird, like, vinyl collectibles, like, blind boxes Mm -hmm. um, from all these different things. Stuff that I was, like, ridiculously into uh, a couple years ago. Right. um, And still sort of am. uh, And I purchased some stupid stuff. That's all right. What'd you get? Um, I got a dunny, like a little, like a little dunny, like a blind box. Uh... 
which is like Wait, uh, Dunny. Goes, yeah, you ever heard of those? No. Um, they're like there's there's series of blind boxes. They kind of look like little rabbits usually, but then okay. they get like different artists to like kind of paint them up, and then there's like it's the same method as like those supernatural ones that you've. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I, I guess I just never heard of that specific line. That's pretty cool. There, I used to be obsessed with these things, like, back when I worked uh, on the East Coast and stuff. Like, I used to buy mm-hmm. these all the time. So I bought one of those, and then I bought this one thing called... I'm going to post it online later, but I thought it was kind of funny. Called Kisses of Death. And it's just a bag. <laughs> it's, a, it's literally a bag. Uh, that looks like a Hershey Kiss bag with yep. three, like, like five inch or uh, like not even five inch, like, like kid giant Hershey Kisses mm-hmm. that when you open them they have teeth. That's great. I was just like, this is awesome. I need one of these. It's like you you get three of them in, and they were kind of expensive because they are like specifically made in have there's a very mm-hmm. small market um yeah but i'll post them later just because i'm like the bat the packaging is really funny and i might yeah, i was gonna say i didn't see okay you'll post them late i was gonna say i don't think i saw you post these i haven't actually i haven't actually but on the other side they also have some of stuff that like we would normally buy at like collectible shops like they had a lot of hot toys mm-hmm. um, oh as well as like specialty figures from like DC's limited series, um, mm-hmm. they had like the series of like weird that came out earlier this year of like the weird uh, animal style of Batman characters like Catwoman and like Batman as an actual bat. Um, oh, okay. Like those things, uh, Penguin, as well as some yep. other ones that were like monster versions of like Two Face and the Joker and Killer Croc. It's some mm-hmm. really cool stuff. I actually. Um, but like I said, mm-hmm. super expensive most of the time, and I kind of hate myself for buying some stuff, but I was like, I, they gave me a nice. sweet deal for being a first time shopper. So I was like, hey, sure. Can't turn right. down a deal. Speaking of toys, I was, um, <clears throat> online, not online. I was on the, well, I guess it's sort of online. I was on the Funko app. You were talking about vinyls and all that. For whatever reason, Funko just came out with a whole new line of venomized Marvel characters. Did you see those? Yes, I saw those. I'm not... I like the venomized characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of majority of them, but, but I did uh, favorite some of those. I think one of them was like the Doctor Strange yeah, one. That's what I, yeah, that one was really cool. And uh, <laughs> I thought the venomized... I'm not like a big Groot fan like a lot of people are but something about the venomized Groot made me go now that's pretty cool i kind of because they also put out the funko like blind box versions of like those characters yes Mm -hmm. and i kind of like those more for some weird reason oh yeah Yeah, the other one i had was the venomized green goblin uh yep Mm mm-hmm yeah, the ones that are um, the blind box, just the the slight difference in style between the blind box and traditional Funko kind of makes them look a little bit better. Well, and also, and I will, I've always said this, and it always bugs me. the The main thing about the Marvel Funko pops is the same with the Star Wars pops. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. A lot of people think I'm weird, but I don't like the fact that they're bobbleheads. Yeah, that's a little weird. I'm not. 
I collect obviously a lot of DC stuff. In fact, this week I spent some money from uh, Amazon gift cards that I had, and I one of the things I bought was I finally bought the DC collectibles um, figure of Lieber Mayhoe's Batman. Uh, that is one of the geeky things I did this week, and um, I like I like DC stuff, but I don't. I have like two DC Funko Pops because for the most part, I'm like, ah, uh, I don't. For whatever reason, even though I love DC stuff, I don't like the DC Funko Pops. Yeah, I don't have any of those either. Oh no, wait, that's wrong. I have the first appearance Batman. Yeah, I have two. I have a uh, Batman the Animated Series Batman, and I have a Batman 89 Batman. Yeah. Um, Oh, real quick, just while we're on the subject of toys in DC, did you see that uh, McFarlane has a whole line of DC figures coming out? I was just about to ask you that, because... Because yeah. I saw it, and I'm like, I... Like, I, I oh, crap, I have to bring it up again, because... Uh, Most of them are really, really sexy. The, surprisingly enough, the only one I don't like that much is there's something about their version of the Batman the Animated Series Batman that I'm like, why does this not look right? The one I really want of this lineup uh, is the Batman Who Laughs. Yes! Like, holy crap. Oh. Actually, like... I love McFarlane doing. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Batman who I'm laughs. So glad they're getting the back into stuff. Thing. Yeah, I'm so glad they're kind of getting back into stuff I'm interested in. Because for a while, McFarlane was doing stuff I could not give two shits about. Yeah, I actually really like also the Hellbat suit. Mm hmm. Interestingly enough, my two favorites that they put out, considering he's not one of my top favorite characters, but I think both of the Superman figures they have coming out look really good. Just like the regular ones or the unarmored one? The, the armored one? No, the the one that looks like uh, the one from the animated series and then the one that just kind of looks like a regular comic oh, the one, version the of one Superman. Oh, the one from uh, Action Comics 1000. Yes, the Action Comics yeah. 1000 one. Yes. I was like, ooh, that looks really good. <laughs> There's actually... Gonna have to yeah, get it actually, now, God. Uh, someone posted that they had like the entire line of Marvel Legends, the Fantastic Four series. <gasps> really? And I'm like, I'm not normally a Fantastic ooh. Four person. Like, mm-hmm. I have some of their comics. I, I think I only have one thing figure. Mm-hmm. But right. they're... Uh, the build a figure set is pretty sexy. Uh, what is it build again? It builds the Super Scroll. Right. Yes. Okay. So you mm-hmm. get like all the members. Uh, you get all the members of the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, and I think it all makes Super Scroll. Yep, that is pretty cool. Now I just gotta find a place that has all the figures. <laughs> That's always the trick, because in that is actually one of the set. Because the problem with a lot of those build a figure sets is there's usually one figure or more that you don't want, even though you want the build a figure. Yeah. Um, I still want the yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home Molten Man set. Oh, me too. Which I just—they're all expensive. I just—I just, I just revisited that movie yesterday. Finally. 
Oh, did you? I still haven't. I bought it and I just haven't actually had time to sit down and I haven't watched a full movie in a while. Same. I don't have time. Yeah, I did that. So. I was like, yesterday I came back and I was like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and watch Spider-Man Far From Home because I have not watched mm-hmm. it since I purchased it. Right. Um. Still fantastic. Like, I love that movie so oh, much. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yep. I know that... The first part of it, I'm going to be like, all right, let's get through this like recap of all the end game bullshit and post end game bullshit to get to the actual story about Peter on his trip. Yeah. Um, by the time this comes out, uh, Joker will be available uh, on Blu-ray and 4K and all that. Yeah. I. Are you going to buy it? Yes. I think I am too, but I'm like, I'm going to buy this and the amount of times I will watch it will not be very many because even though it's really good, it doesn't have a high rewatchability factor. Yeah, I, I It does for me, but I have to be in a certain mindset. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like even you're going to have it and then you're going to have to like wait for a very specific like I don't mind being depressed and miserable mindset so every day for us <laughs> you know what you're right i would probably get my money's worth quite um, a bit um and i think also this week oh god i'm going to get paid this week and it's immediately going to be gone but i think also this mm. week the lighthouse comes out on blu-ray as well which i know you haven't seen no i hope Oh, you know what? I should check and see if Amazon... Maybe I can, like, rent it. Because I do want to watch it. I've heard really good things. I freaking love it. <laughs> Let me I see if for, I can rent it. Yeah, up. I think it's for rent, at least. The other one you watched... Did we talk about this? When the hell did you watch Uncut Gems? We haven't talked about it on the show yet. Uh, okay. Because you this was a couple days seemed ago. to really enjoy Uncut that Gems. That movie... Um, surprised the hell out of me. Um, really? It's really good. Basic story is uh, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is a uh, jewel uh, is a, a jewel peddler. Uh, or he has like a jewel shop kind of deal, like secondhand jewelry or high end jewelry stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Who uh, every time he makes a big thing of money, he has this uh, dependency on always wanting to make high-end bets on sports games that Mm -hmm. that but he always takes it just one step too far where he's like oh he's doubled down on this and he's like peddling everyone else's jewelry that he's being lent out uh to pay for these but he keeps losing his money and everyone's just coming Mm -hmm. all these loan sharks and people he owes money just keep coming at him uh it's it's really good um i left the theater extremely anxious and stressed because yeah you're not the only person that said that interestingly well it's it's the way the softy brothers uh make their films i feel like because their other film mm-hmm. i saw of theirs was good times with uh robert pattinson i heard that was good too and it made me feel the same way uh i f- hmm. the that movie made me feel claustrophobic because of the way they kind of shot it and it was very nerve-wracking, mm-hmm. uh, and I weirdly... Oh, shit. What's up? 
Sorry, I just, I was looking up the lighthouse and I think I accidentally purchased, oh good, I can cancel, I accidentally bought it, I didn't want to buy it. You want to buy it. <laughs> I might, but I don't. I don't know, it's a very bizarre movie, um, but yeah. I might, but I kind of wanted to rent it yeah. first. But uh, but yeah, but I felt the same way of the weird, claustrophobic, stressful, anxious of with this, with uh, Uncut Gems because of how everything's sort of everyone's talking over each other like you it is hard to like catch your breath in that one um but mm. adams right. it's this pro, uh, this proves a couple of other times that like adam sandler can do like really good like serious films uh, he can it's it's pretty interesting um what was the other one that i watched with shit i can't remember well, now. punch punch drunk drunk love uh i don't remember if i saw that maybe because i believe that was the other one that was kind of like uh sort of serious and had like a like kind of like a weird superman allegory um maybe i, I can't remember maybe. but like he can really like he does a lot of like bad comedies, but sure. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But to see him do something like this was just like, I, I'm like, damn, like I would be more interested in more of this kind of stuff if he gets like more opportunities for mm-hmm. those kind of roles. And I feel like this one kind of can help with that. Plus, yeah, Adina Menzel, I was like, is, is in it, and uh, I'm like watching her i'm like i want her to have this new yorker jewish accent uh next time she plays elsa in a frozen film that's really funny oh that is an interesting idea yes oh man um let's see the most the the most geeky thing i did this well first of all like i said i i made some amazon purchases and one of the purchases i finally made is i'm gonna be getting caught up on some comics i bought the entire run of green lantern from 2016 through 2018 i bought like two or three years worth of green lantern you you basically bought so far the entire run of the dc the new dc run uh no because i actually was so far behind because i got into green lantern late later than i got into a lot of other things so I started reading Green Lantern from like re um not the rebirth era of DC but the original Green Lantern rebirth title that uh Jeff Johns wrote that brought Hal Jordan back from the dead. Um so I read that entire run up through Blackest Night and then I hadn't read anything after Blackest Night so I think I bought the entire new 52 run of green lanterns so um that'll be something i'm doing and also i know i said i haven't had time to sit down and watch a whole movie uh, but i have been watching a lot of tv and the reason i watch a lot of tv is because i can do other things while like when i watch a movie i like to sit down and watch a movie but i don't necessarily pay attention all the time to tv if i have other things to do around the house um so I've been going through Star Trek The Next Generation uh, 
which I started before Christmas and then took a break. But I did sit and watch one whole episode of Star Trek The Next Generation because it's one of the really, really good ones. And I want to recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen it but is also not a Star Trek fan because I think this is an episode that people who aren't Star Trek fans will still enjoy. Uh, it's called Measure of a Man, and it's from season two of Star Trek The Next Generation. And when I describe it, it's going to sound a little bit boring, but I promise it's so fucking good. The entire episode is basically just a court case about whether or not Data is a person. Oh, I've seen that. It's so goddamn good, and I hadn't seen it in quite a while and when it came on I'm like nope I'm sitting and watching this one and it's just this entire debate about uh, this guy from Starfleet wants to take Data and disassemble him and figure out how he works because the guy that created Data only made Data as his successful uh, Data's the only successful android and then the guy that made him died and so this one scientist from Starfleet wants to figure out how he works so they can make an army of him. But if he takes Data apart, uh, Data might not be able to be put back together again the right way. So they start debating whether he's property or a person. And there's also a whole thing in there, a whole subplot about if you make an army of Datas and he is a person then aren't you essentially just creating a whole battalion of slaves? And I was just like, God damn. I know people think Star Trek is boring, but just sit and watch this and you might understand Star Trek. Yeah, I enjoy that episode a lot. I don't know. When it mm -hmm. comes to Star Trek, I don't watch too much. Um, mm -hmm. But all the stuff I usually do watch, it's usually the stuff where it's more about it's mm -hmm. not much the adventure. It's more so like like court cases and stuff like that. Uh, that's m yeah. Th that's why like when people are like, "Oh, I don't like Star Trek. It's boring." It's like I, in a way, I sort of get it because in most episodes of Star Trek, there's not a lot of action and not a lot happens. But if you pay attention, it's always pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't. So. Yeah, I haven't done anything else really nerdy. I know I need to go to a comic shop soon um, mm -hmm. to pick up some stuff and put myself down for some nice. titles because I saw one that's coming out later this month. Mm -hmm. That's a Spider-Man spinoff that I'm kind of interested in called uh, Ravencroft. Uh, Explain. All I know about it is. Uh, Ravencroft is like kind of like Spider-Man's version of Arkham Asylum, I guess. Okay. So they're rebuilding it after the events of Absolute Carnage. So you, it's more about the mm. villains, I guess. So okay. I'm curious. I, always, I had never heard that Raven because I always just assumed every super villain in the Marvel universe went to the Rat. Oh no, there's like multiple like prisons depending on like the power power level of of the mm. villains there's the ravencroft is kind of like the arkham asylum spider-man plays but then you have mm -hmm. the raft and then you have i think it's called the bunker uh okay so there's a bunch of different variations and stuff 
And then there's a, a, I think we talked about before, there's a Doctor Strange comic that's starting up soon, I think next month, where it's basically his version, it's Doctor Strange's version of, of like Avengers Academy, where he's just training uh, young sorcerers. Yeah, I think you did tell me about this. That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, so I'm very, I'm kind of interested in that. Uh, and then there's like a new, I have the first issue, I just haven't gotten the second issue yet, of a new Marvel Zombies. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I think I've only read the first Marvel Zombies. There's I don't five. recall. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, I don't recall anything. Pa- In fact, I think I, I can't see my bookshelf from here. I might own the first marvel zombies and i think that's about it there's too many things there's as as always there's Mm -hmm. so many comics i want to read from like all the different publishers yeah but even now i'm like man i don't have the money to just go and get a bunch there's like a new series that's kind of like part of the dc black label that's about dr the mr freeze what i didn't hear anything about yeah it's like for one issue in, it's called. I think it's just called Victor Freeze, or just Freeze. Let me look at the Victor. Let me look at this. I hadn't heard anything about. See, I'm so DC Black Label, Mister Freeze. Okay, interesting. Uh, oh yeah, Mister Freeze gets a White Knight spinoff from Sean Murphy. Yeah, and uh, have you read White? I Knight? I still have not read White Knight. <laughs> oh, I. In fact, I think white knight 2 is already out as well the problem the problem with these marvel with these dc black labels is how expensive they are yes Mm because i own the first issue of harleen and it's fine i guess nothing about it makes me want to go read the rest of them and then there's They're like premier format, aren't they? Yeah, like they come in the, the bigger. Yeah, it's the I same, uh, same as like Batman Damned. Uh, mm. I just, I don't know. There's something like the price point for it. it, it I understand for like diehard collectors, but for me, mm-hmm. like this so far, at least with some of the stories, I haven't been super into. Like I know there's like one that's like one that's about the joker and harley quinn and i'm like i kind of don't care maybe i'm just yeah kind of jokered and harleyed out <laughs> maybe yeah um i'll tell you this though what white knight is about joke mostly about joker and harley quinn but it's the role but reversal it is one right of the best a little bit yeah and it is one of the best comic stories i've read in recent years <laughs> it's i'll really probably good. just get the trades that's what I have. I have the trade of White Knight. I don't have the single issues. See, that's my and problem. And I know there's a sequel called, yeah, Curse of the White yeah. Knight uh, is the second one. I haven't gotten, I don't think it's all the way released yet, though. I could be I wrong. know I've talked about before, uh, I like single issues a lot because that gives me a reason to keep going back. Mm-hmm. But I still need to right. upgrade and just move a lot of stuff from single issues to just trades. Yeah, it helps a lot. Yeah. I I know a lot of people like floppy monthly collecting. Yeah, I and I've talked about it. <laughs> floppy. Don't collecting. know why you said that, but all right. Um, <laughs> um, I talked about it before on here. Getting away from that helped me out a whole bunch in terms of just like saving space and getting more reading 
done, even though I've also said on here recently, pretty much last year, I did almost no comic reading. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. The idea that it's, it's something I'm still working on, but I still like the idea mm-hmm. of going to a comic shop and just kind of rummaging through and be like, oh, get a couple of issues of this or, or that. Sure. <sighs> Well, I saw uh, like on Facebook, like our our buddy Kyle Krause from the Atomic Geekdom podcast. He, even though he had the trade of Green Lantern Rebirth, he went out and got all the single issues because it was the first comic that got him back into reading comics as an yeah. adult. So that kind of thing, I can kind of see where you're like, oh, this this run means something special to me like it was a, a a run i really liked or something like that so i can see that the, what i will say though is both dc and marvel just need to tone it down eat a lot um oh for sure Mar- i just saw marvel has a whole new line of of their marvel 2099 comics really so it's like punisher ghost rider and two others i'm just like oh come on <laughs> That's not so bad. I don't mind when they go ahead and do like a run of an alternate timeline or a future timeline. I do get really tired of resetting the main timeline. Oh, th- that's happening too. Like I know. Like um there's some stuff that's happening with Venom and like but I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on because they're starting up. The, I have to go. There's also like the there's uh, Marvel starting up their next big summer like giant crossover when Marvel said they weren't going to do those anymore. Of course. They and are. I'm like, I'm curious to know what it is because why not? Yeah. Because there's like a lead up comic that's like there's a, someone who dies and as always and it's like. It's going to surprise you all. And I'm like, it's not going to surprise me. <laughs> but I am curious. Sure. Uh, yeah, though, I agree. Like, big crossovers, they're back at that point where it's like, guys, big crossovers really hurt comics in the 90s because people <coughs> got sick of having to buy books they didn't read. It's the same with DC because they're, they're still doing like their Year of the Villain stuff. Where everything is like, I'm I'm very interested in it, but I stopped collecting like all the issues for everything because there's like all these side stories that are supposed to lead into it of like of like the infected, the gift, the uh, all these different things. And I'm like I mm-hmm. don't care anymore. Like I'll get them all when they're all in like a yep. trade. Yeah, like together. But like I was trying to collect all the single issues, thinking it would just be a short thing and it's still going yeah i know it's and i get it like unfortunately one of the things of comics is it does continue to be a struggling medium and a struggling form of entertainment but the answer i don't think is forcing people into giant into trying to read giant crossover events so that you can sell more books of titles people don't care about yeah it's like they just they did it with absolute carnage with sort of big tie-ins with like the lethal uh was it lethal 
like, like it, I don't know. They had like random stuff with like Mile. Like it's mostly Spider-Man people, but then they threw in like sure. Iron Fist and Luke Cage, and for no real reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, come on! I just want to read the main title. I don't like picking up stuff I don't normally buy just because right. I need the whole story. I the last time I did that and was fully invested, especially with Marvel. Um, was I believe original sin? Like, okay, way back. Which one was that? Ag- Wait, which one was that again? Uh, the Watcher's dead, and someone takes his eye, and okay, it is causing everyone to like, like, I I, I can't even remember, like the main. Because the good thing, um, on. Oh no! The good that's, thing on yeah yeah original sin is yeah original sin was like to take take his eye and then everyone is dealing with um like weird like mental thing I it's bizarre to mention to, I was I was confusing with fear itself okay which is another one I like because I I was gonna say the good thing on both Marvel Unlimited and DC um universe is that if you look up an event they put them maybe not on marvel unlimited i can't remember now i know this definitely happened on dc universe because i looked up uh blackest night and they did them all in order not just the main title blackest night but you would read like blackest night then you would read all the books between and then the next issue of black they like put them all under one banner so you weren't just reading the main title they put in all the crossovers right there oh that's good just kind of in the order you should read them in so um, all right if they still do that on marvel unlimited i could go do that because i don't think i ever read original sin original sin i really enjoyed mainly because they the main story was pretty cool where they were trying to figure out who killed the Watcher. Okay. Um, cool. But it also introduced characters that on paper are awful. Like they've like, there's a lot involving the orb and the who the orb. He's a guy who has a giant eyeball for a head. Um, definitely don't remember that guy. He's a ghost rider villain that huh. was like, okay, that is okay. super, never seen... super D rated kind of character. Sure. Um, and they made him like they made him like a huge center point for this, and I was like, I, and I like it when they take characters like that mm-hmm. and do something different. Oh sure, uh, yeah, and also the side stories were actually really interesting too. Hmm, I might have to check those out. All right, interesting. Um, but yeah, other than that, there is this. We've talked about before that I my goal is if it's oh if I have a weekend uh if I have a weekend date next week available mm-hmm. um I'm gonna go to this other this big uh like thrift shop kind of deal it's like fifty oh, yep. minutes away nice uh, but apparently you can go and get it happens like I think every weekend oh uh, yep. And I remember you go that. and everyone it's called like Frankensons and you just go and you can apparently get so many cool like collectibles 
and comics nice. and stuff. And I'm like, this is going to be a horrible idea. And I really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I went, um, I know I told you this. I went to that uh, little shop uh, just over in Champlain, New York. I went for a little ride to, it's a pretty cool place. This time around, I didn't find anything I wanted to buy, but it's called Tommy's Collectibles and Comics. And they have a lot of good stuff. Like I saw stuff I probably would have bought, but I decided to save my money um, this time around. But they they have you know like pops and they have um, like a lot of old school figures. Uh, a huge section uh, for Star Wars stuff. A pretty big section of um, Star Trek, and they've got obviously the Marvel and the DC and even some random stuff. Like I think I saw some of the Kiss Psycho Circus toys there. Um, so it's a pretty yeah. cool place. Um, I'll probably go back again sometime soon just because they always have different pops coming in. They're like one of those uh, buy and resell places. Yeah, um, 3D Retro had a couple of pops. Um mm-hmm. Nothing I was super into, except for there was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Jim Henson with Ernie. Oh, that's cool. And I was on the fence of grabbing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that uh, one of the things I do like and appreciate about Funko is that they kind of give a lot of credit to real world people as well that don't necessarily like obviously you know jim henson bob ross mr rogers uh their entire directors series they have stephen king ones coming out (laughs) like they aren't just doing um icons (laughs) that are fictional they're doing icons that are real too i mean dude if you ever try to find like the original like Beatles Funko Pops. Oh, they're so expensive, dude. Yeah. I know. I've looked them up because I want them and they in fact, <laughs> they're they may be the most expensive ones on my wish list. I could be wrong. Let me check my wish list real quick. My phone is right here. Uh <laughs> How do I organize these filter? But I guess I don't know how to run this app well enough to see. Did we talk about what my most? Maybe they aren't. Maybe we didn't talk. Maybe we talked last week about what the most expensive one on my wish list was. Maybe well, you not. mentioned that you had. Uh, you mentioned it, but I don't think we talked about like which one it was. Oh, you know what we did talk about? I think what we talked about last week were the ones that we already owned that were yes. the most. That's what it was. The ones, not the ones on our wish list that were the most valuable. Right. Here we. Oh, here we go. Released at price high to low. Let's see what the most expensive one on my wish list is that I'll never buy. Holy shit. It's actually an Indiana Jones Funko Pop that is valued at 380 bucks. Mine is a Looney Tunes two pack mm-hmm. that's four hundred fifty dollars. Oh wow! Uh, that's uh, Mister Hyde and Bugs. Okay. Ooh, let's look at. Okay, here's okay right below Indiana Jones. Oh, yep, Beatles. John Lennon two hundred and fifty. Paul McCartney two hundred and thirty. <laughs> Ooh, I guess there's some Funko Pops I'm never gonna own. <laughs> Wow, some of the dude, I didn't I haven't checked the prices on some of the older ones in a while. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, some of those are. Well, what's actually interesting, we didn't talk about this, is like, I like the fact that this app also includes like their Funko line of. Like anything Funko. Right. Um, like the, uh, the, like I own the original Wave 1 of the Rick and Morty action figures, and I can see those on this app. Uh, I, like I have a t shirt and a couple of the little blind boxes. Um, mm-hmm. But I still don't have any of the Rick and Morty figures. <laughs> yeah, I've only got the Wave 1 that was the uh, Build a Figure Snowball set that came with uh, Rick, Morty. Uh, bird person, Mr. Meeseeks, and Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> oh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. That is the best <coughs> name for a character ever. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I still, I might get, I might get the second series if I mm-hmm. ever, fi- like, that's the problem. We've talked about this before, especially with toy collecting. Uh, I have the tendency, personally, that if I get a figure and it comes with a Build-A-Figure set, I have to get the whole line. Yep. Because it mm-hmm. bugs the crap out of me if I'm like, oh, I'm missing one figure. <laughs> yep. I hear you. Yeah, even if it's like figures I don't necessarily want. It's like, no, if I'm going to go big, like, I go big. Yeah. Gotta get them all. Go big or go home. Yes. I don't know. Anybody who says go big or go home has really underestimated my willingness to go home. (laughs) Well, yeah, I love going home. (laughs) Right. Uh, Oh, before I forget, I just want to do a shout out. Um, I have heard, I don't know if I've told you, I know I've told you a little bit. I have been getting a lot of stuff from like family and friends that know about our podcast. And they keep telling me about everyone that is listening uh i just want to say thank you thanks oh now you're making me uncomfortable people are listening (laughs) people are actually listening to us i was just talking with some a a buddy of mine named nick uh who was who was like talking i was like man i just listened to your episode about you getting peed on i just want to say i'm really sorry about that (laughs) and just like i was like dude whatever uh, you did tell me the other day that you just randomly at work ran into just a person that listened to our show. And yeah, I was like, this is was so weird. weird. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, I love it because that means that people are actually listening to us. But yes. like I have some I have a family member in uh, in uh, Ohio mm-hmm. uh, that was like that was that messaged me. was like, hey, I just want you to know I talked with a friend of mine who. Uh, listens to your show and has, has heard of you. I'm like, I was like, oh, I mean, in my mind, like once in a while, I check the numbers so I know that there are people listening. But then every time you tell me you actually know of somebody that's listening, I'm like, wait, what? Really? Exactly. No, I feel the exact same way. Like, <laughs> uh, it's like they'll, I'll be talking with them and we'll be talking about like stuff we're into or whatever, mm-hmm. and then we get into the topic of podcasts and and they'll be like, oh, what do you listen to? And blah blah blah. And then I'm like, well, I have one myself. And then I mentioned, I'm like, yeah, it's two broke geeks. And I'm like, wait, you're you're the guy <laughs> who like took a sh- who like shitted himself in like a McDonald's bathroom at, at like a McDonald's. Oh. I'm like, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Speaking of listeners, just real quick, I don't want to get too serious, but I don't know if 
Anybody that listens to our show lives in Australia, but if you do live in Australia, I hope you and your family are safe. Yes. Please stay safe. It's insanity. Like, I know several people that live in Australia, and they retweet the news and stuff every day, and it's horrifying. It really is. If Um, you do live in Australia, please be safe. Yeah. That's all. I I didn't want to get too deep and too heavy, but it's been on my mind pretty much all week, just because, like I said, I do know people that live there. (laughs) I personally do not, as far as I know, but Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep so anywho out of that anything else for this week or is this going to be a short episode this week? um the only thing i was thinking of is okay. we didn't really touch on this last time but uh we touched a little bit but what are you most excited for going forward into 2020 in terms of like some of the nerd stuff that's coming Ooh, out. Ooh, that's a good question. I do, I guess we didn't touch on it. I was looking at the movies coming out this year and there are actually not that many movies. Um what I'm actually looking forward to the most nerd-wise um and it actually just started today is The Batman is filming for its release next year. So Personally, as Batman being my favorite thing in the world, I am looking forward to seeing all the first production photos and stuff like that coming out of Matt Reeves's The Batman. Nice. Yes. Uh, beyond that, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I don't think there's any... Man, I can't remember what show... Oh, uh, well, obviously later this year there will be a new season of The Mandalorian. <laughs> so, uh, ooh, the other thing here, I just thought of one other thing: Star Trek Picard. That oh comes yeah, out. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Picard comes out soon. Nice. How about you? Um, I have a couple um, of the movies that are coming out this year. I think so far, at least of the superhero variety, mm-hmm. um, the only one that really is catching my attention is wonder woman oh yep good point wonder woman um, is this year too mm-hmm. oh we didn't talk about this but apparently there is a trailer coming out i think tomorrow for new mutants <laughs> oh yeah new mutants and i'm like i'll believe it when i see it yeah i'll believe that movie when i don't in- watch it but other yeah. people tell me they did <laughs> yeah Um, but for me, um, my, I'm already super stoked because they already started announcing, uh, everyone from Monster Palooza, which I'm like, holy crap already. Um, so far, no one's super, uh, I'm super into a lot of people from The Shining. Really? Uh, Yeah. The Um, original The Shining? Yeah. Weird. Okay. Wait, I can bring it up. But uh, awesome. But yeah. weird. Let me let me bring it up because like considering it's... there were only three major actors in that movie, and one of them is dead. <laughs> well, and Jack Nicholson, I'm sure, isn't showing up. It's, it's if Jack Nicholson shows up. <laughs> you know what we never talked about on this show, but turned out to be really weird to me. What? Is the guy that played the Jack role in Doctor Sleep was the actor that played Elliot in E.T.? Yep. 
That was bizarre. That was bizarre. <laughs> I didn't know that when I saw him. I found out afterward. Um, but yeah, Ooh, I mean, real as I'm quick, while you're looking yeah. that up, did you see the rumor that the PS5 is going to be the first fully backwards compatible unit? Like it's going to be able to play PS4, PS3, PS2, and PS1. I did see that. I um, hope that's true. <laughs> I really hope so too because I need that like every day, mm-hmm. all the time. Um, that would be amazing. Wow, the website is just being a pain in the butt. The, okay, here we go. So as of right now, um, they've announced uh, Matthew Lillard. All right. Who was Shaggy and like the yeah, and he was. was Obviously, in the first scream, he was one of the killers. Yeah, um, Anthony Michael Hall. Okay. Uh, Danny Lloyd. Danny uh, Lloyd doesn't ring a bell. He's he's the, he's the boy. He's the son in The Shining. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joe Turkle. Doesn't ring was, a bell. He was the uh, the um, what's his name? He, he he's in The Shining. He's the uh, bartender that. Jack talks to. Oh, he's Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, Lloyd. Okay. Um, Jamie Kennedy. Yep. Uh, Tom Savini, Kane Hodder, and Bill Mosley. Okay, so some some real uh, some real regulars in there. A lot of regulars. Uh, There's another the other guy from Weird Science, but for some reason the name is not popping up for some weird reason. Weird Science. I don't think I ever saw. Me either. Um, yeah, I know what it's just, about. But. That's just the beginning because they will always have so many more. And so far, of everyone, the biggest high profile seems to be Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. But it's still very early. Sure. Um, but other than that, I think the only other thing I'm... I mean, there's a lot of other things I'm excited for in terms of like stuff. Like There's some other like horror films that are going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that Guillermo del Toro produced that's supposed to be coming out soon called Antlers. Yeah, we've talked about this. I yeah. don't. The trailers are super interesting, mostly because I couldn't begin to tell you what the fuck this movie's about. Right. Uh, and also, uh, my goal is still, hopefully this year, maybe getting the San Diego Comic Con. We'll see. We'll <sighs> see. Can try. Yeah. Yeah. You could go still and just hang out. <laughs> I would have to talk to Jenny and Patrick about that and be like, all right, how are we going to do this? Right. Yeah, exactly. Because I would it's have to ask a... for that time off like soon. Soon. Yeah, it's still a project, but it would still be fun to do. I'd be jealous yeah. of you. We'll see. Yeah, because I know that um, even though I could technically go out there and we've talked about it, stay with my brother, obviously. Um, and hang out around there, I can't get that time off because every day in June is already spoken for by somebody else at my job. Boo. Yeah, fucking losers. Uh, but hopefully by next episode, we'll mm. have more stuff to talk about. I'm probably going to go see the re- the re- the redo of The Grudge mm-hmm. because everyone, I've, I, it's it's been getting a lot of weird flack lately. Yeah, and I've heard curious. weird things. I've heard a lot of people like bashing it, and others being like, "It's not that bad as everyone thinks it is." I don't know, mm-hmm. but and I still have yet to watch Cats. No, Maybe this might be the week. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. 
I've heard just nothing but horror shows about this movie. <laughs> Which is why I'm very interested. I know. I think this week mostly uh, for me is going to be probably more Star Trek and some Green Lantern comics. And actually my day off is Thursday, so I should probably be able to sit and revisit like Spider-Man Far From Home, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So. And we're still in the slow period of the year news-wise because it's only just January, so things won't pick up for a little bit, I don't think. But we'll see. Yeah, because I'm trying to think if there's anything else that was like... I don't know, like because the first, the movie they're really pushing right now is Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm, that's February. That's February, and I'm still not very convinced on it. Um gonna see it but nothing about it has this is one of those things where like i keep trying not to do this where i'm like if your marketing doesn't impress me i shouldn't see your move like why am i giving you my money but i'm gonna see it i suppose i probably will because i because i'm curious enough to see what happens Mm -hmm. and i think of everything i'm just wanting to see even mcgregor oh for sure Absolutely. Oh, that's the other thing. This year, I think they're going to start production this year on the Obi-Wan series. So that will be interesting to see stuff come out. If I'm not mistaken, I think they've announced that for next year. So they would have to film. Yeah, I think they would have to start filming it this year. So that could be an interesting thing to look forward to in 2020. Sweet. All right, well, I think that's about it for this week, so uh, goodbye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks.